Welcome in fans to the Utah Lacrosse Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Haslam. My guest today is our sophomore attackman, Jordan Hyde. Jordan, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Tim. Doing very well. How are you? Doing well. Super excited to have you on the podcast today. Obviously, you're one of our, our stud attackmen on the team, you know, kind of came onto the scene last year. You know, there were a couple of games there last year where we were just going, holy cow, how did you make that shot? But we'll get to that. We'll get to all of that. Let's let's start, though, with, with how it all began. When did you start playing lacrosse? So I started playing lacrosse at a fairly young age. I started in kindergarten, you know, just to stay active, played a lot of other sports at the time. And then around sixth or seventh grade, I broke my arm so I could no longer play baseball. And that was kind of my way into fully playing lacrosse, right? So started playing with Michigan Warriors was the the club team at the time. You know, Coach McNulty back in Michigan was really who got me started with, you know, lacrosse. And I had so many great players to look up to. We had a Sergio Perkovic who went through our program. You know, he was a stud in, in high school at Brother Rice and then went on to play at Notre Dame. So I had so many, you know, great role models to look up to, and that's really what got me into the sport. Absolutely, and and yeah, uh, you know, it's it's very, it's not common these days when I talk to guests, you know, that played since kindergarten. You might be one of the first to be completely honest with you. Right. Yeah, and so that's pretty cool. What what other sports did you play though? You know, growing up in Michigan. Yeah, so in middle school, I played just about every sport: base baseball, basketball, football, and then once I started in high school, it was just all across. And, and what was lacrosse like in, in Michigan at the time? You know, so first of all, is, is it a sanctioned sport or is it a club? And then, you know, how many teams are we talking about? What was sort of the scene? It was definitely super popular. You know, we kind of had our own little hotbed in Michigan. It was, it's tough to compare it to the other teams on the East Coast, for, but we always like to think that, that, you know, we were competing with them and that was ultimately our, our goal, you know, especially for Brother Rice was just went out Michigan and, you know, then see who else we could beat out East. Definitely. And, and while you were at Michigan, you won, if the bio is correct, it, it says you won uh, the MHSAA 2019 Division One State Championship and were undefeated that year. Talk about that season. Talk about that team. Yeah, that was definitely an awesome year. You know, unfortunately, we had lost the previous year and, you know, snapped a pretty long streak of state championships at Brother Rice. It was just a, a tough year for us, you know, from a culture standpoint. You know, it's kind of finding our identity and you know, we had five sophomores starting on varsity A. So it's definitely tough, you know, to come into that and, and find your identity that quickly and, and carry on such a strong tradition. But we were ready when we came back 2019, you know, had some experience under our belt and had great leader, leadership for sure. And so we kind of just relied on that and our identity the entire year and, you know, just won out all those games. Definitely. And, and you graduated uh, from high school in 2020. I'm assuming there was no 2020 season in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, no season for us, unfortunately. We were in the first week of tryouts, and they called it quits on us. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. That's, uh, that's tough. You know, at that point, though, you're excited to come to Utah. At what point in your in your life, in your lacrosse career, did you know that you wanted to play at the next level? Yeah, so super popular, like I said, in Michigan to play lacrosse, and, and definitely a goal of everyone's just to play at some uh, type of level, whether that's D1, D2, D3, even club. And so for me, I was just kind of following in those footsteps of everyone before me. And, you know, freshman year, I was like, all right, like, I, I guess I'll play college lacrosse. Like, I wasn't as enthusiastic as I'd like to be. And then my junior year hit, you know, as I'm entering junior year, 
and something just came over me. I was like, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. You know, it just, the, the game brings me such joy. It's given me everything in life. And, you know, I couldn't picture my, my life without it. So that's really what won me over. And, and when did Utah come onto your radar? They were actually the first ones to reach out to me, believe it or not. Um, sitting in my chemistry class and got a text from Coach Will Manny and, you know, things took off from there. I, I talked to a few other schools, nothing as serious as, you know, with Utah. And we just hit it off right away. We had such great conversations with all, all the coaches and, you know, it just seemed so easy. And once I got out here and, you know, you look around, it's like there's no place you'd rather be. And so it was just such an easy decision for me. Yeah, you know, I, I've never been to Michigan, but I have to imagine that Utah is a little pretty. I'm sure there's great parts of Michigan. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't compare. Sure. Uh, growing up, were you were you a Michigan fan? You know, what, what kind of college did you gravitate towards? You know, I, I did gravitate towards Michigan a little bit. Just always liked what they did. And, you know, at a young age, of course, I aspired to be an athlete there. But, you know, once you get older and you start to realize – you know, what everyone's bringing to the table and what their culture is like, you know, you start to expand, but definitely a Michigan fan. Um, you know, I always like to just see a good game though, between the rivals sure. and all that. And then, you know, you're that summer after your senior year, you come to Utah, tell us what, what sort of, you know, what kind of stood out to you as you're entering campus, as you kind of get into classes, you know, what, what about the school kind of stood out to you? Yeah. Well, just for starters, obviously it's so beautiful here and, you know, it's just honestly breathtaking. Like you get out here and you can't help but just be in awe, you know, and you're driving around and you just look up all the time and it never really gets old. So I, I really appreciate it. The people here is another, you know, outstanding thing about Utah is just like the sense of community I had right away. You know, the, the kids on the team, I didn't know anyone coming in. You know, so that was definitely a leap of faith for me coming out here, but it paid off. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a homebody. Like I like being at home and I was nervous a little bit to come out here, but never got homesick once, never called mom crying or anything like that. You know, I, I always felt good out here. So, yeah. And, and, you know, you gotta, you go through fall ball, you know, we've heard from other players that fall balls, you know, can be uh, kind of different as a freshman. It's something maybe that you're not used to mm-hmm. as you kind of progress through that first fall ball, you know, what, what do you remember about that time? Yeah. So something that sticks out right away is just in my first practice, right? Just you're so nervous and, you know, yet you have those butterflies in your stomach. You don't know what to expect. The first thing I got called out for was we were doing, you know, our warmups and coach Holman came up to me and he's like, you call those high knees. That's not high knees. <laughs> I go, gosh, here we go. He's like, you look around you. Everyone's getting those knees up. They're going fast. I was like, all right, here we go. Like I'm going to bring full effort, like do everything I can. And, you know, from, from then on, I just tried as hard as I could and, you know, it went well. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's a great story. That's a great lesson to be learned. You know, it's a, it's a whole new level, obviously though, it paid off as, as last year, you know, you started in all 11 games. Tell us about that first Denver game. You know, it's the university of Denver, obviously a storied program. You go into that game, you had, you had two goals. Tell us about that moment, just playing in your first division one game. Yeah, it was definitely surreal. You know, you walk out on the field and, and you think about the players before you and you honor that, but at the same time, you don't want to sit there and, and fanboy, you know, Sure. Think about all the great players that, you know, you line up against, you know, I, I grew up watching those players, you know, of course, with the COVID year, everyone's still there, like, from my high school year. So that was pretty crazy. But, you know, I got out there, 
I had to, you know, brush off the nerves a little bit, talk to one of my buddies and just say, Hey, like we got this, we're going to, we're going to go out there and fight. And, you know, it ended up being a very close game. It did, you know, and uh, I was watching from home and, and cheering you guys on. Uh, obviously, the next game was against Bellerman, you know, kind of a breakout game for you. You know, and then the rest of the season just continued. You, you ended up with five goals, you know, in the last game at Robert Morris. As you look back on that first freshman year, what are some of the takeaways that you had from it? Yeah, um, just looking back, like, you always want to, like, say you you did everything you could. And I, I, I do believe I, I did that. I enjoyed all the time that I had with my, my teammates and, you know, the seniors of that year. So I'm, I'm super grateful for them. And I, I definitely learned a lot. You know, I'm so grateful for the, the previous coaching staff. You know, they did a lot for us. They, they set the foundation for our program. And, you know, we carry out the identity and culture that they laid down for us. And, you know, having Coach Holman, Marcus Holman and Coach Manny, like, those are two studs in the PLL. And so I just got to take away so many great things from them that I still use in my game today. Yeah. So, so I was going to ask you about that. Your Jersey, you're wearing the number four. Is that, is that because of Will? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, you know, I was 40 in high school and he reached out to me. He said, Hey, bud, like, I want to give you the number four Jersey. No one, no one's taking it yet. And I said, awesome. And it'd definitely be a privilege for me. And you know, I wear it with pride now. And, and, you know, a lot of your shots are coming from that lefty wing, yeah. lefty, you know, very similar shooting style to Will. Uh, so that's awesome to hear, you know, that, that that came from him. There was the celebration this year of the of the archer. Was that was that a tribute to him as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. You know, talk about, you know, last summer. Did you stay here last summer or did you go back home? No, I actually went back home to Michigan. Went back home to Michigan, you know, come back in the fall, obviously the coaching change. What was kind of going through your mind those first couple practices with the new staff? Yeah. So first up, first off, I'd just like to give a shout out to Coach McDermott because, you know, he really held down the fort in those, you know, few weeks where we really didn't know what was going on. He did a great job of kind of leading us in that moment. And once the coaches did get here and we, we knew who the staff was going to be, we were just super pumped. You know, we heard great things. I have three friends from Brother Rice that are now freshmen at RMU. They told me a little bit about him and how excited they were. And now they don't get to have him. So they're a little <laughs> bit jealous. But, you know, those first practices were, were awesome. It's definitely something to look back on and smile. Just the way he went about it, I think, was perfect. You know, he kind of took a step back and said, you know, I want to see how you guys are playing. I just want to, you know, get a feel for the environment and the, and the culture here. And then he kind of implemented his, you know, transition game and, really dissecting what was going on. And that's something I really appreciated. And then as you, you know, come into this season again, Denver's the first game on the schedule, sort of a heartbreaker loss, one goal loss, awesome game from, from a fan's perspective. Then you go to Vermont, get that upside win, you know, another one goal game. And then a sort of a gritty, ugly game to be fair at, at Marquette. Then you start your spring break trip last week, you know, you're playing at Jacksonville on Sunday Tell us about that game. Cause as a fan, you know, we're all sitting there going like, Oh, this is the greatest thing we've ever seen. Yeah. Talk about that game. You know, talk about just sort of how that game went from your eyes. Yeah, definitely. I would say that we were extremely prepared for that game. You know, from a sc scout standpoint, we knew exactly what they were going to do. Coach McMahon does an awesome job about that. You know, he's very analytical. He, he lays out the plan and says, you know, Hey, this is what they're getting beat with and here's what they're not getting beat with. And so this is what we're going to compromise them with. And, so that's always super helpful and just knowing like, here's our scout and we're going to follow it. And, you know, he talks about it now. If you go through that scout that he gave us, like we executed everything to the highest level. So that's ultimately why we won that game, especially by that, by that margin. 
but just being there in Florida and that atmosphere, it was definitely so cool. And to have, you know, looking up what seemed to be mostly red in those stands was <laughs> so cool. It's, it's a great place to visit. You know, obviously the Utah faithful travel well, very cool. You guys stayed in Florida, you know, went to Universal Studios, spent some time there, then headed up to Baltimore. Unfortunately, you know, a loss at, at UMBC. What was sort of the message coming away from that game? Yeah, so it was actually the complete opposite, right? We just, we didn't follow that scout, you know, and we got a little ahead of ourselves. And, you know, our fans know we're, we're a team that likes to push transition. And if you watch that game, it was the complete opposite, right? We kind of played played their game a little bit, you know, dragged it out, had a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one dodges, which really isn't us, you know. We like to get ahead and get those shots on transition. And then, you know, once we do settle into our offense, we're, we're a two-man type offense and, we did, really didn't run that, and so that's kind of why we ended up where we were. And and as we record this, you know, you're about to to take off to go and play, you know, number five Georgetown this weekend. Without revealing too much, Jordan, what's sort of the game plan, you know, for Georgetown? Yeah, definitely. It's the main message this week is right. Follow the scout first of all, right? That's that's going to be our main point. <laughs> you know, coming after after last week, and then you know, ground balls is something we can definitely improve on. Right. And so that was the emphasis for our attack, especially it's like you have the opportunity, you know, these goalies are giving off rebounds inside the, the summit there and you have opportunity to either pull it away or pick it up and shoot it. Right. And so that's just going to be our goal is to to get those second chance opportunities and, uh, you know, see where it ends up. Absolutely. You know, obviously we'll be cheering for you. Super excited about that game. Talk about what what do you love most about playing the game of lacrosse? There's a lot of things, you know, one, obviously it's just, it's an escape from everything else. You know, it always has been, you walk into the field and, you know, you forget about an eight, eight page paper you have later that night, right? You, <laughs> sure. Nothing else is on your mind. You just get to sit there and enjoy it. You know, especially in Utah, all you have to do is just look up, take a deep breath and, and you're grounded. So that's definitely something super special. Another thing is just like I talked about before, lacrosse has really given me everything. You know, I have, so many teammates that are so awesome and, you know, I really do love. And so just being around them all the time is, is uh, brought me a lot of happiness. Other than that, it's just, you know, a great opportunity to go out there and, and score some goals and be happy. Absolutely. Have you, have you been to Washington DC before? I have. Yes. Okay. So, so going back, obviously the road trips are a unique time, like you said, to be with teammates. So, so let's get into the sort of the student aspect of this whole thing. Yeah. What are you studying? You know, what classes get you amped in the morning? Yeah. So I'm a psychology and criminology major, you know, and I'm trying to get my a certificate in positive psychology. So I'm very much into all of the mental performance and that's definitely helped me in lacrosse. You know, believe it or not, this is the first year, uh, first semester that I've had in-person classes. And so that's, you know, since senior year of high school, it's, it's been a while. I took my first person exam and, you know, it's so much different just coming in and sitting down with a bunch of strangers that you've seen on Zoom, you know, the entire semester. But it's definitely been an awesome experience, you know, being back in the classroom and and learning. Anything else you want to talk about, Jordan, before we uh, wrap up here? No, I'd just like to say thank you to all the fans, you know, that are keeping up with us. And, you know, stay tuned. We have three more home games. So love to see everyone out there and appreciate all the support. That's right. And this week, again, the youths are traveling to Washington, D.C. to take on Georgetown. The game's early for us here, Jordan, 9 a.m. Mountain Time, Yeah, you know, so we'll be able to wake up, you know, get your breakfast, watch the game and still have 
the rest of the day to enjoy. The game will be on flowlive.tv, which does require a small fee. You can also pay attention to the live stats or follow the team on Instagram or Twitter. Both of those are at Utah Lacrosse. Then, as Jordan alluded to, next weekend, the 26th, is the first home game in a while here for Utah. That's going to be against Mercer. Should be a fun game. Jordan, again, thanks for taking the time to come on to the Utah Lacrosse podcast. Best of luck this weekend, and go Utes. Thanks so much, Tim. Go Utes.